Hey everyone, welcome back to The Twin Show. This is episode 81. Uh, I'm your host, Sajid Islam, and today I'll be covering all the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of November 1st, 2021. So today, we're going to first off start off with Facebook group. Uh, so Facebook, which is also now known as Meta, uh, this week announced uh, some features that I believe you want to hear about. So first of all, uh, this was announced in the Facebook uh, community su- summit, and you know of the some of the UI changes such as customizing the colors, post backgrounds, fonts, uh, and you know post formats, things like that. One of the a few of the notable things that you should really hear about are you know creating a unique greeting message and share group rules that new members will automatically receive when they join a group. Members will soon be able to give community awards such as like insightful posts, uplifting, fun. So basically that way you're giving the power back to the members in the group in terms of who gets the uh, you know, awards and things like that. So you as a group owner or a group admin do not have to do a lot of the heavy lifting. Uh, you can do connecting in real time by using comedy chats in Facebook and Messenger as well as create recurring events when group members want to get together. So if you have a, let's just say, a virtual happy hour or ask me anything, you can create those virtual recurring uh, events in the group. The uh, As an admin, you can pin announcements and choose the order in which the uh, announcements show up creating community fundraisers to raise money for group projects, which is great. But also the other thing that has been missing in Facebook group for the longest time and which was something of my pet peeve was that now you can actually charge uh, for the group. So you can offset the cost of running the group by charging people. And this is a feature that I am going to use in my group. Um, You can also sell merchandise. And you can create uh, paid subgroups. So, for example, you could create a free group and then you can create a subgroup that says for paid members, paid content and get. I mean, you know what? If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know, I've been complaining about that. And this is something uh, a great feature because now it's not fragmented anymore anymore. Uh, previously, we would have to use Patreon and things like that. And actually, Twitter did something like this. And I'm glad Facebook is um, uh, picking up on this. Excuse me. So with that, let's move on to the next update, which is from Instagram. And Instagram is rolling out this thing called add your sticker for stories, which is actually they're copying this from TikTok. And TikTok is (coughs) and TikTok is uh, have this duet feature. Uh, The purpose of this is for you to tag people in your stories and then your comment people that you tag in could be able to like you know take that and your story and be able to respond to it so it's just a good way to banter and create a chain so that people stay engaged um i like it um, but again this is a, something not of a you know brand new feature this is a feature that has existed in twitter and facebook is just copying it and bringing it to and calling it an ad yours Next up on Instagram, we have this thing, uh, which is Instagram launches live shopping events for the holidays. Well, again, you know, we covered Instagram live shopping. Uh, Facebook has been testing it out. Live shopping is something that's taking off. Uh, in China, it has really you know, done amazing. Some people are estimating that by 2023, it should be about a $400 plus billion dollar industry. 
Facebook, obviously, you know, it is uh, angling to become an e-commerce platform. I should say, take a step back and I should say, actually, Instagram is angling to become a, you know, e-commerce platform and Instagram has been pushing that. So where this is all going is, you know, Instagram has launched a series of events. I'm not going to basically talk about a whole lot of series, watch day, what they have and things like that. But overall, the main takeaway is that, you know, you can use live shopping, number one, and Instagram is also giving you uh, creating the gift guides uh, for the holiday season by using price as a category. So you could probably, if you have your product on Instagram, you'd be able to, uh, you know, uh, get these products up on the shop tab based on the price range and people, you'll probably get more uh, visibility on your products and hopefully things like that, right? How Instagram curates these holiday pics, I do not know. Uh, Instagram hasn't shared that, but hey, if you have a chance, if you have a product and it's already on Instagram, then you have a chance um, to basically be seen. So I would say go ahead and do it. The other thing is also Instagram is helping you to maximize your holiday sales by giving 20% use, 20% off to users for the, with their first purchase. So what, why is Instagram doing that? Instagram is doing that because they want more people to shop through their app because obviously they want to become the go-to space, right? They want to kind of take away from shop uh, Shopify. They want to take it away from Amazon. They want to take it away from, you know, other avenues, eBay, things like that. That's a great strategy for Instagram, but how successful that will be, I remains to be seen because, you know, oh, you can give me 20% off. So obviously, so for example, if I was going to buy Under Armour anyway, I would go to Instagram and I would probably buy it and then off I go. I get a $10 off, but next time, would I want to buy from uh, Instagram? I do not know. I don't like that. But I will let the millennials and the Gen Xers, Gen Zs uh, figure that out. Okay, uh, with that, the next update is uh, while talking about live shopping is that Pinterest gets into the live shopping game as well. And they've done a Pinterest uh, TV where they're going uh, live every weekday at 6 p.m., every Monday at 6 p.m. And they're basically focusing, uh, again, uh, on a different category, recorded users to watch it and be able to shop. There's nothing new, so I'm not going to dive deeper into it, but I just wanted you to know, the listeners, um, uh, that, you know, Live shopping is here. Live shopping has lasted for ages on TV. We have this channel called QVC. So it's just here. It's going to stay on. And your, if you're in marketing, you have a product to sell, your goal is to figure out how do I create live shopping on my account, on my channel, because that's what the game is. It's not easy, right? But that's what you need to do. Okay, next up on Microsoft, <clears throat> Microsoft has rolled out smart shopping campaigns. Now, if you know me, you know I am not a big fan of smart shopping campaigns, anything like that, especially when you're have if you are a small business and your budget is small, right? You don't want to get into any of these smart campaigns, but Microsoft is saying, oh well, Microsoft market is uncertainty, and you know, for that we have a lot rolled out smart shopping campaigns, and it's no different from Google smart shopping campaigns, but I will tell you. If you have to choose between running your ads and not running your ads or running your ads and running smart shopping campaigns, I would probably say do smart shopping campaigns, but with a caveat, right? That be prepared to spend a lot of money 
Uh, on that, if I would definitely encourage you to go work with uh, a reputable ads person, whether it's a Microsoft site, Facebook site, or Google site, and get spend a little bit more money and get a better you know <clears throat> return on investment. Okay. Other than that, uh, there's nothing new to talk about smart shopping campaigns. Uh, the other things Microsoft did is like they added uh, automated universal tracking setup with Google Tag Manager. They have expanded targeting, uh, cost per click and cost per impression pricing on the Microsoft Audience Network is also available. Uh, so you can figure out what kind of campaign you want to do. Those are some of the updates from Microsoft this week. Uh, and with that, let's go into... Uh, the next update, which is from Google, and in fact, the next three updates or four updates are from Google. Number one is that <clears throat> Google My Business uh, has changed the name and they have become um, Google Business Profile. Right? Google is changing it and there's a long history. Google Local, Local Plus, all these things. Google has finally this that Google My Business is confusing. They're retiring that. Uh, sometime in 2022 and now moving everyone into Google business profile. So the other few things, notable things you should hear about, you should know about this is like, you know, now you can claim and ver verify your business profile directly in Google search and or Google maps. There is something called call history that's officially launching in US and Canada. So now you can see who are the people who called your business. Um, and then, you know, messaging can direct, can be done directly from your Google search results. So you can actually interact back and forth with, the, you know, people who are messaging your business. And you can also t decide to turn on message read receipts. Mm -hmm. Overall, these are good stuff. Uh, so I would say check out the details in our show notes page and you'll be glad you did. Next up, <clears throat> these are all in the, uh, you know, in, this is in the SEO front. Google has announced that page experience algorithm update is coming to desktop in February 2022. Now, we've seen this in Google I.O. that, you know, Google says in a mobile page experience update, uh, page experience algorithm is important for your website. And that was from the mobile side, which is basically what Google is saying is Google is saying, you know, how long does it take your page to render? Uh, how long, you know, how easy people can enter something in your page right uh, first content um, first int <clears throat> excuse me how long does it take for you know for page to render as well as you know, how long does it take for someone to actually fill out if there's a form how long does it take for someone to be able to uh, put some data in there uh, does it have https security and things like that now they're bringing this over to your uh, desktop right so if you have already done optimizations for your mobile, you, you should be good. But nevertheless, it's still a good time for you to kind of go and check it out just because, you know, sometimes a page can render well on mobile, but it may not render that well on desktop. And you don't want to be get hit by Google because, you know, Google thought, you know, you are not doing well. So with that, let's move on to the next update, which is Tag Assistant. Tag Assistant conversion support in Google Ads. Uh, what this is, is basically sometimes, oftentimes you're running campaigns and you do not know if your conversions are being measured properly or not, or if you're missing things out, or if everything is, um, uh, when was the last time your things, uh, conversions happened. So with that, what uh, Google has done is they have created this tool called Tag Assistant Debug Mode. Uh, I'm, putting, I'm putting the link of that tool 
on our show notes page. So if you're interested, go check it out. And I feel like you know, I will be doing a deep dive on this tool sometime this week. Uh, but before one, I am traveling this week, so it may not happen this week, but I think it requires me to kind of show you the uh, uh, how it all works. And probably this is something that's going to happen in uh, Market and Grow channels like Instagram and YouTube. But overall, I like this tag, Assistant Conversions, because it helps small business owners to figure out, okay, are my conversions being tracked? Are, am I being able to, like, you know, firing it? Uh, do we have very unverified or inactive conversion actions that we should be uh, looking into things like that? <clears throat> With that, uh, along the lines of conversion angles, uh, Google also announced something that is really amazing, which is uh, now you can create uh, group conversion actions into categories based on conversion types, and can that can be used to optimize bidding at the account or campaign level. Okay, so what is that? Let me explain to you what this is. Give me. <clears throat> So, for example, let's say you are an online clothing retailer. Going forward, you can set uh, a purchase as your account default goal so that all of your campaigns can optimize for that outcome. Within this purchase goal, you will also be able to define which specific conversion actions, such as completed sales, should be used for bidding. This gives you the this gives you the flexibility to optimize for what you care about while unlocking new bidding opportunities. Right. So what this basically means is that you can create a goal at an account level and then you can create sub goals. Like, you know, if you look at uh, how website conversion works, right, you create an overarching goal and then you create like micro goals or mini goals that contribute towards the big goal. Right. So this is something, you know, we've been marketers have been doing it, but we've been doing it manually and doing it. And I think Google is making it easier. So I like that. So the other thing you want to you should know is that you will start to see your conversion actions grouped by these new conversion goals when you create new campaigns over the next few weeks. Our existing conversions, conversion optimizations, and bidding settings will not be changed. That means there is no action yet to be taken on your part for now. But obviously, going forward, you want to take advantage of this new feature. So, you know, you got to create new campaigns, things like that, and move things around if you want to uh, jump into that. With that, the next update I have is. Performance Max campaigns is coming to Google Ads. Now, what is Performance Max? Uh, Performance Max campaigns are a new way to buy Google Ads across YouTube, Display, Search, Discover, Gmail, and Maps from a single campaign. Okay, if you are a small business or if you're spending limited amount of money every day on Google Ads, this is not for something for you. Right. If you're spending and Google and, and I will tell you some of the examples that Google is using uh, for this uh, campaign uh, rollout, uh, Aliens and all these big companies, this probably spend, I would say, upwards of probably ten, fifteen thousand dollars a day, my guess, because these are multi-billion dollar company. And you small businesses don't want to do that. I mean, it's yes, it's. This performance max campaign is based, uh, is backed by artificial intelligence, it's machine language and things like that. And in the future, it's going to replace smart shopping and local campaigns next year, when I say in the future. But if you have been hearing it, I'm not a big fan of automation at a smaller budget. If you're spending like, you know, $500 a day, even let's not find it. If you're spending like $50 a day or $100 a day, this is not the way for you to go. Why is that? Well, there isn't enough data point, 
right? Artificial intelligence, machine language only works when there's a lot of data for it to learn very quickly and kind of decide what's working and what's not working. When you have 50 to 100 or $200 or $500 a day campaign, you don't, you don't have that many data points. To you and me, $100 a day seems like a lot, right? A 50 $500 a day seems like a lot. But trust me, there isn't enough data points because there are billions of auctions happening at any given minute. So $500 a day would probably get, like, let's just say we participate in uh, 200 auctions. 200 is a lot, maybe 100 auctions, assuming it's a $5 per click. There isn't enough data point for Google to learn quickly, and it just drags on, and it learns the wrong stuff, things like that. So all in all, performance max campaigns are here for large advertisers. For small advertisers, I would still say, you know, stay on the manual things until you figure out uh, what is working. You make a lot of profit. And then as you bump up your uh, sales, you probably by then also train the Google's uh, algorithm or artificial intelligence as artificial intelligence on what to bid on, what your success looks like, you know, what your customers look like. And then you would probably be able to like, you know, really uh, take advantage of this uh, update. With that, folks, that's it for this week in marketing. Now you know everything to be in the know. If you'd like to read more, make sure you visit our show page where you will find the links to this article. Once again, this is your host, Ajay Islam, signing off. Until next week, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in this week. It was a pleasure to serve you all. Hit the subscribe button so that you remember to sign on next week. Same place, same time for another round of This Week in Marketing.